What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Health Talk Radio. We are episode number 11. It's crazy. It's going by fast. Today, this episode is for the guys. We're going to talk about the T, testosterone. Paul and I have been getting tons of questions about testosterone, so this episode is dedicated for the fellas. Paul? How you doing this morning? You look nice. You're dressed up. What's what? Are you, did you dress up for me? No, I, I I tend to dress up quite often. You know, I quite like wearing a shirt. But um, I do want to say one thing. This episode is not just for the guys. Oh, okay. Actually, right. a lot of mm-hmm. um, a lot of people misunderstand the value of testosterone to women because they have they need to have it right. And so the the first thing about it is you should refer. Or, or think about it as an androgenic hormone, not a male or female hormone, right? Oh, wow. So, okay. Testosterone already is already schooling me. Yeah, you're already schooling yeah. me. Right? Yeah. And and um and and so, you know, women will have some value. Please listen. Okay. <laughs> only have, so don't. Only have, yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> we, we only have three people that listen, and two of them are women. So, if you can yeah. all listen, please, that'd be lovely. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they're still listening, and they didn't just you know hit Switch the off. end. Yeah. End <laughs> podcast. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah. yeah. So you know, it's interesting that you say that, and I'm glad because I'm here to be educated, as as you know, and as the the listeners know. Um, I just have never so in the decade that I've been doing this on social media and and you know all of the various platforms, I have never once been asked about testosterone by a female not one time and so Mm. i guess that's why i'm saying it's for the men because the men are always asking about it but you're saying that it's also very important for the women maybe we should start there why is testosterone important for women why 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 should women listen to this episode well i mean testosterone you know androgenic hormones in of themselves and testosterone as one of them uh from a woman's point of view it's good for uh bone density which is kind of quite important for women. Um, it's important for muscle mass that we know. Like saying that's the that's the common thing, right? Testosterone, big muscle, and we'll talk about that because that's not actually that accurate. But um, so uh, bone density, muscle mass, um, uh, things like brain function are um, closely related to testosterone levels. Um, mood can be um, uh, affected quite badly. If you have low testosterone or too high testosterone, sexual function, energy in, in women. So it's a, it's, a, it's a significant component of a woman's hormonal profile. Um, and it does need to, needs to be there, same as estrogen needs to be there, progesterone, prolactin, you know, all of the other DHEA, and oh, there's hundreds of them, but you know, all of these things have to be not only um, there, but they need to be um, activate, activated and working in the way they should do in the right ratios. It's really complex, right? And I'm not going to get into the, the complexities of it because that would just, people will then turn off because it will be just science. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. But, the, but the fact of the matter is you need a complement of hormones working in synergy with each other for everything to work properly. And when and you say why, everything, when you say to for everything to work properly, what do you mean by everything? Are we talking digestive system or are we talking something else? Everything. So for your cellular function, for your brain function, for your organs, mm-hmm. for your organs, for everything, mm-hmm. right? It's a messenger. So hormones are a messenger. They send a message for the, the next step in the body to do something. Okay. So 
here's a thyroid hormone. My, this message is, and thyroid does lots of things, but most people know it for metabolism. So we'll talk about that. Here's the message. Cell, create metabolism within you and generate energy and do whatever you have to do. Right? That's the message. It tells you what has to happen. It tells the instruction. Interestingly, vitamins then facilitate that instruction, right? So they help with creating that process that, that's been instructed by the hormone. However, vitamin D actually works more like a hormone than a vitamin. So vitamin D is very instrumental in hundreds of processes in the body and it's very much an instructor of them as opposed to a facilitator which is why you hear you know you should keep your vitamin d levels high because it affects so many things and so on so it's understanding that you know there's a there's a difference between instructing something and then facilitating it mm -hmm. and and, and talking about women just very briefly because i know you want to get into into the meat of this a bit more but yeah i'm flexing over. i want tea baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm so, speaking for all the guys. We want to know how but, to increase our tea without steroids, which I'd love to talk about in a little bit too. We'll, we'll, we'll talk in a minute, but but going back to women and and just in general, you know, high levels of um, uh, 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 testosterone will lead to things like PCRS, and you need to find out well, why is that level so elevated, and why is it dominant above the estrogen. And so those things need to be looked at, but also, which is something that a lot of people don't understand, is testosterone, high levels of testosterone in people or dominance of it will increase something called thermocutes in the gut, right? So you have thermocutes and bacteria DTs, right? These are two main uh, categories of, of uh, uh, microbiome of bacteria. Not the only ones, but just two that we're speaking about. There's hundreds okay. of others. Mm -hmm. um, and the way to remember it is firmacutes do not make you firm and cute. They make you fat and ugly, right? And, <laughs> and so firmacutes, when they're elevated, will make you gain weight. And increased testosterone will increase, increase firmacutes. Gotcha. And so, you know, you have to be careful if the levels are too high, you can end up messing around with that, um, with that gut microbiome. Now, yeah. And firmacutes are big sugar feeders and they create, um, uh, information that slows down the metabolism and uh, you know there's some things there that you do need to be careful so everything needs to be balanced going back to our point everything needs to be balanced correctly so that everything works correctly yeah yeah so now when you're talking about firmicutes are we talking about firmicutes in women with elevated or too high of testosterone both. or both. both men and women both okay okay so it that's is interesting. A that's interesting that you say that because Right. If we're looking at Instagram and we know the guys who are taking, you know, thousands upon thousands of milligrams of testosterone and everything else, they're not fat. Yeah. How does that. Right. So well, it's, not, it's not a it's not a prescription saying if you have this, then that because the body doesn't work that way. Gotcha. But if you've gotcha. got if you are like I know somebody, a very close friend of mine who takes an awful high amount of androgenic steroids every every week mm -hmm. and he is shredded and massive and he just has the right genetics mm -hmm. and it, just anything he takes he's just lean and just big that's very different to somebody that isn't the same genetic profile 
which there are many millions of them, who then would, would take testosterone, for example, because they feel as though they need it for their, their body because they feel so tired and bad sex drive and everything else. And then all they do is get fat mm-hmm. because it happens often. Yeah, and the I mean, reason, you see those people too. You see those people too. The, but, the reason, but they're not going to get on Instagram and go look at my six pack, right? You've got to remember that the Instagram that you see is very narrow percentage of people, but it's going out to a very big audience and they all think that's the way everybody is. And it's not. This is the, that's somebody that is genetically predisposed to work well in that, in that circumstance. And also they're dieting like a mofo, right? And they're doing cardio and they're doing everything they can to keep their weight down. But from the gut perspective, it will affect that. And that will cause, you know, um, inflammation. It will cause um, reduction in metabolism. It will cause cravings for sugar and things like that when you get this imbalance of that microbiome. And I know we've gone off on a complete tangent early on. Yep. It's got nothing yep. to do it's with what you want to talk about. Okay. But, I'll bring you back. Um, yeah, I'll bring but you it, back. But it's, so, but it's Testosterone, a messenger hormone, right? More all hormones dominant. Messengers. All yeah. hormones are messengers. Right. I'm just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring yeah. you in here, Paul. I'm trying to bring you in here. Man. All right. Trying to come on, focus, bro. Right? I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to bring you in. So I want to, I want to continue this discussion, but I do want to focus on testosterone because that's the one that I get a ton of questions on thyroid and other things we'll talk about in in later episodes. So yep. it's a messenger hormone, yep. and I know it's responsible for a lot of things. What are those things? I know libido is something that you know we know and we hear about energy levels. You know, I know when I don't take my my uh, my testosterone therapy, I know my energy starts to tank. Um, I also know that it's great for, you know, muscle building lean tissue. What else are some of the things that testosterone is responsible for that maybe we're not thinking about just to really round out this hormone and what it does for us? Well, obviously, the things that you said, but also knowing why they do those things like the energy for example in your particular case excuse me in your particular case the reason your energy drops is because you and i'm sure you're happy for me to discuss this i'm happy you have you 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 have something called thalassemia and thalassemia is a um is an unusual profile of red blood cells testosterone helps with the production of red blood cells and red blood cells are where your energy production comes from right the hemoglobin carries oxygen around and therefore it improves energy so that's how that process works we know it improves libido and sex drive and 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 whatnot and increases muscular strength as you said because testosterone is needed to build muscle however more important than testosterone for building muscle is the training so even though if you, if you didn't train and took testosterone, you would see increased muscle size, even if you didn't train, right? Interesting. But, but that's because it's increasing the red blood cell volume, increasing the water volume, and therefore you're, you're increasing that um, muscular fiber by increasing those volumes within it. If you then train, actually the testosterone facilitates recovery and, and helps build but it's more about how hard you train and how much destruction you cause during your training sessions that's going to really um dictate how much 
adaptation of how much growth you get. So yes, obviously testosterone will help, but um, it will be a very transient thing if you're not training hard enough and you won't keep a lot of it. If you come off test um, for any significant amount of time, then your, your gains will drop back down, not to where you started, but you won't be anywhere near where you are when you're on a full cycle. Yeah. So um, uh, in, in some cases, it can help with fat loss because it in, increases this um, lean muscle tissue, right? And lean muscle tissue is metabolically very expensive. Yep. So it uses, yep. which means it uses a lot of energy, a lot of calories every day just to function. So if you've got lots of muscle mass on you, obviously you can eat more uh, food and you and your metabolism is, is more um, uh, for burning fat rather than holding onto it. Um, Let me ask you this really quickly. Here's a question because I definitely want to talk about my supplementation, how much I take, why I take it. It's doctor supervised. There's a way to do it, right? If you're going yeah. to do it. Um, so I definitely want to talk about that really quickly, but what, why, and is it the same for females too? I, if, if I skip one of my shots, right. And I'm only doing a half a CC twice a week, right. I'm not, I'm not doing, I'm not doing exorbitant amounts. I'm looking for that optimal level, which I want to talk to you about in, in just a second. But why, when I don't take a shot or if I forget like a day later or two days later, why do I feel so crappy? You know what? I've just had a massive deja vu of this exact question in you wearing that t-shirt in that, in that booth, in that everything. How, how weird is that? Like literally I've been here before. It's crazy, mate. So the reason it's happening, there's a couple of reasons. One is um, psycholo psychologically, yep. there's an, a, an effect. You go like, Oh, mm -hmm. I haven't taken my shot. I must be tired. That's why it is. But also because you've done it for a long period of time consistently, the, uh, you don't produce your own levels. So levels will drop and they will not go back up again until you then take your next um, dose. And so, um, but if it's one or two days, then you wouldn't think you'd feel the energy drop so much. Um, it could be more related to the fact that it's supporting this red blood cell production and, and that that's got a more um, significant role to play than we think in normal people because you're thalassemia. It could be that, but um, depending on what type of um, testosterone you're taking, what, what the ester is and what the, how it breaks down, how quickly it breaks down will also depend on whether or not you get a, an even amount throughout the week or you get peaks and troughs. It, you know, if it's something like propionate, propionate will go in and out very quickly. It's like a yep. two day, a day and a half, two day half life. And, and well, I take sip, I take sip, I take sip and eight. So Cipionate has a 10-day half-life. And effectively, um, so you take Cipionate 200? Uh, yes, I take 200 and I take a half a cc on yeah, so you take, Tuesday, so you take, Tuesdays and Fridays. So, so you take 100 milligram of testosterone twice a week, right? So it's 200 milligram. A couple of things. And I know we've got now to talk about your specific thing, but... Me but this will be great because people ask me questions all the time. I'm telling you, like okay. people want to know about this stuff. Oh, so because I think at the end of this, right, it's like who is a good candidate for yeah, TRT yeah, therapy? Yeah. Where yeah. do you go to do it right? Because here's what's happening on Instagram is they're seeing a guy on on Instagram, their favorite guy who's taking whatever, and they're going to the gym and they're getting it from from a buddy. They're not monitoring it. They're shooting everything under the sun, and that we know is very problematic. Oh, that's that will kill you. Exactly. Without right. a shadow of a doubt, because you, 
one if it's not prescribed from a doctor what are you taking Right, oh yeah, exactly. but the bloke in the, the the guy in the gym in the changing room, he told me this is pharmaceutical. It says good ads. Is it now? Okay. Right, let's, right. Let's, let's talk about let's talk about that briefly, right? Yeah. If you're an underground lab, right? Underground lab, which means that you're producing steroids without the um the the quality control of the government and the and the permission of the government, it has to work in this way. The you have to get the raw material. Now, you can't legally get that raw material, right? You have to have found some way in which you've got the raw material, either at the back door or somewhere, or you've got a connection somewhere, and they're bringing you the stuff. And that's fine, right? Now, let's say... I'm shaking you, my head. <laughs> let, let, let's say you produce a really good product, right? And you've got 10,000 customers a week that are buying it off of you, right? Yep. And, and one week, you can't get the raw material that you could normally get you can only get half of it oh boy what are you going to do just make half and and, and tell five thousand people sorry we can't we can't give it to you or are you going to go well i'm just going to use what i've got and make what i can and everyone's going to get the diluted down version i don't care because you don't care right what kind and of stuff, say, what, are, what kind of fillers though well like what when like when you say that they're doing that and it's less and it's less than or it's not you know up to up to standards like what are they filling it with like what are they'll just add more oil right so there's an oil carrier it comes in whether it's olive oil or peanut oil or whatever it is they'll just put more oil in and there'll be less actual active ingredient but no one's going to check it because no one's going to test it because right, it's right, right. 30 dollars a vial and it's going to last you a month and they're going oh yeah i'm taking four mil a week and you go like, what are you talking about uh-huh. taking four mil a week but nothing's changed come on right and so and, and that's the same for every counterfeit uh pharmaceutical pharmaceutical products on the market mm-hmm. but um so in your particular case here are the things that people have to be aware of one cipionate is a 10-day half-life which means if you take 100 milligram today in 10 days time it will there'll be 50 milligram available so you're doing 200 milligram a week mm-hmm. that is way in excess of the normal numbers so if you were to do half a milligram a week, uh, so half a cc, so which is 100 milligrams a week, mm-hmm. that would be still probably twice what your natural production would be. So it's so the levels are, are pretty pretty up there. You know, we produce four to five milligram a day naturally mm-hmm. as men, right? And so taking you can imagine 200 a week is, is way more than is, is necessary. Mm-hmm. However, however, you know, there's a lot of research that says long-term having a stabilized testosterone level can have health benefits and that's fine. So let me just deal with one thing, your dosage. Personally, I would use one shot a week of the full amount, whatever your number is. I'm not telling you how much to take. Yep. Right, if you want to talk about you're... optimal, I want to talk about my number because I know my numbers. I know my numbers when right. I'm off of it, and I know my numbers when I'm on it. Okay. And so when you're on it, your numbers are much higher. They're like 56, 58 higher than that, even. Um, when you're when you're doing your, your so when I'm so uh, if I don't take if I don't when I got measured, when I got my testosterone measured, when we measured it, we looked at it, it was low twos. Like without supplementation, my yeah. testosterone's low twos. It's like dead. And yep. that's not just because of and I made mis misspeak here that's not just because of the red blood cells 
that's also because of my my drug history and the Viagra and all of the crap that I used to do and the parties that I used to throw and the damage that I did in my early 20s, late 20s. So that's I know cool. that that is part of the reason why my testosterone is is dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other the other reason is if you if you've been taking it for a consistent period of time, your hypothalamus doesn't have the signaling anymore from the brain to make it. So I don't need it. I've got so much here. I'm just switching off. And when it's been switched off for so long, it's very, very rarely that it comes back. Got it. So, so I'll mean, be taking this. I'll be taking this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but again, you know, understanding the ramifications of that is very important for people. It is not a quick fix to anything. And most people, and there's been a big surge of that over the last five, six years where they've been like, yep, yeah, you need TRT, do it. If you're feeling, you're feeling tired, you've got no sex drive, your brain fog, you're demotivated, you feel emotional. Yeah, you definitely need to take testosterone. You go, well, hang on a minute. Why don't we work out why you feel like that in the first place? Mm-hmm. Fix all of that stuff mm-hmm. and fix the root causes rather than treat the symptom with extra hormones that you will mess up with at some point mm-hmm. for people that, that, that shouldn't be taking it. There are other work to be done first, long way before you start looking at replacement. Right? And so in your particular case, this is what I would say. If you want to do 200 milligram a week, fine. You do one meal, you do the full meal once a week. Because I don't understand why a 10-day half-life would be split into two not two amounts other than the first ever week. Because once once it's in the system, it's always a 10-day breakdown. And so within two or three weeks, you've got a consistent amount there. You might as well just do one a week. And it will just still break down. It will still break down at the same rate. I feel like the reason why I went to twice a week is because, well, number one, the doctor told me. um, But I feel like I was doing it once a week. And I don't, I I feel like I'm, I, I feel better with two shots a week. And I don't know why, why that would be. And I don't know why the doctor, because here's the thing is they come measured out for me. I'm not measuring this stuff out. They come, <laughs> everything comes like laid out for me. So all I have yeah. to do is follow the, the, the doctor's order. Yeah. And um, different doctors have different opinions on things, right? And yeah. if you feel better on twice a week, then that's great. But it doesn't make sense to me why a 10 day half-life after 10 days, you know, you've got that level in your system all the time. And mm-hmm. and basically it's dropping and then you're bumping it back up again, dropping, bumping it up again. You might as well just put the big amount in and leave it in there. And every seven days you're taking the same amount. It's never going to drop. Yeah. But you're doing shorter amounts. It just doesn't accumulate the same way. But here's the other thing people have to understand. It's all well and good taking testosterone. But what does that affect? So testosterone will convert into estrogen and estrogen in high numbers will be massively detrimental, especially to males in lots of ways. You're going to hold a lot of water. You're going to get very puffy. You're going to feel very emotional. You're going to feel very um, overweight. It's going to hold a lot of weight around you. I know. I know. When you take, I I know. I know. Here's the thing, right? There's plenty of people taking testosterone that feel like that. So yeah. now, but are they taking too much? Because I don't, because I don't, I don't want to cry. You know what I mean? But no. I know I've seen it. I've seen guys get super emotional. They're yeah. super jacked, and they're taking yeah, yeah. so much. And you're like, why is that dude crying like that? Because because they're full of estrogen, 
right? And so what they'll do is they'll take an anti-estrogen, an aromatase inhibitor. So testosterone aromatizes into uh, estrogen. So they'll take something to block that. Well, they have their own problems, right? Aromatase inhibitors have also other issues that they will cause. Because now what you're doing is you're saying, well, I'm taking one drug and now I'm taking another drug to offset the, the, the effects of that drug because I don't want all that to happen. All I want to do is just get jacked. And, and that is clearly not a, a clever strategy if you're looking at optimizing your health, right? You also have to look at, is the increased estrogen female estrogenic hormone, female, then increasing my prolactin levels. So prolactin, prolactation, right? The thing yeah. that means the, mother's milk. Yeah, that means the, the boobies. Men, men, yeah. men sometimes who take too much get the boobies. Well, you can do if you get this high estrogen, high prolactin. Again, that's not really what you're after. And, no. you know, what, what, there's so many things that, that need right. to be addressed in there. So it's not a case of I just take one thing. But here's something else that's really important, especially for females, by the way. If anyone does HRT, hormone replacement therapy for women, TRT, testosterone replacement therapy for men, one thing that's vital, and I've, to and I've spoken to a lot of supposed specialist doctors, especially on my podcast on, 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 uh, that I've been running since 2014, and they all want to come on and talk about I've got the thing for HRT, how amazing it is. These women have got these great results. And I say to them, okay, that's great. Do you measure where the hormone goes? They go, what do you mean? I said, well, you measure it in the blood, right? Like your doctor measures your blood and says, oh, you've got a number of 200, so you need to increase it by this. Great. That doesn't tell you anything. It just tells you the number in the blood. But once it's got into the tissue been metabolized and then goes downstream where does it go uh -huh. because that's what's important and for women it's very important to know because it will tell you whether or not it's working properly the estrogen it'll tell you whether or not potentially it's going to cause cancer breast cancer estrogenic cancers ovarian cancer that kind of thing that happens because it goes down the wrong pathway and then causes dna damage and long term will cause cancer Mm -hmm. Now, if you know that, if you've measured that, you're not just measuring the level in the blood at the top. If you know where it's going, you can make sure that it doesn't go down the wrong pathways. You can do things to facilitate it going down the right pathways properly. That's how it should be done. Mm -hmm. Not just, we we'll just take it, measure it. That's what you are. Two questions for you. Optimal levels of testosterone, optimal numbers of, of T in the blood what is it for men what is it for women based on your experience wrong question okay great because school me because the, the the level in your blood has got nothing to do with how you are uh, feeling the benefit of it and which pathways they're going down so here's the thing yeah so total testosterone okay mm -hmm. i measure that and it's just for argument's sake this is not correct right but just for round numbers you measure the total testosterone, it's 500, let's say, right? Yep. Well, let's use my, so so I was told, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because we're definitely hitting some really, really good stuff here. Uh, mine is between 8 and 850 when I supplement. I was told that 8 to 820, 8 to 850 is an optimal place for men. That's what I was told. Um, was I lied to? No, I mean, 
total, that's fine, but total doesn't mean anything. Okay. It just means right, that's the total me. that's flushing around. So right? my total, so, so my total when I'm supplementing is between eight and eight fifty. When I'm not supplementing, it's around two hundred, like two nineteen last yeah. time I got checked. So the optimal range for a man is between seven and nine hundred, roughly. Seven yeah? and so your, your eight fifty is bang on the money. Okay. Very good. Okay. The two hundred is low. Terrible, okay. right? Dead? Is it dead? Go ahead, but, tell me, because because my Amanda will tell you it's dead. <laughs> but, 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 but the point of the matter is, the um, the effect that low testosterone will have is, you know, non-motivated, very depressed, very dark thoughts, very um, sensitive and emotional, um, very low energy, um, just no libido. Um, All right. In, in fact, there's a complete disconnect between your brain and your um, sexual function. Um, it, it's a really bad place for a lot of place a lot of people to be, but that's great. That's your number, eight fifty, right? Mm -hmm. But what that doesn't tell you is how much of it is free testosterone. What's the percentage of free testosterone? How much of it is actually bioavailable? How much of it is tied up in sex hormone binding globulin? Those things are what's important because you can have a number of eight fifty, but if your SHBG is ninety. It's basically binding up all of your testosterone. So your bioavailable, the stuff that's getting used and is available for the benefit is actually very low. Mm. So it's not about what's my total, right? It's got, what's my total testosterone? What's my total SHBG? What's my estrogen, estradiol, whatever you want to call it? What is the bioavailability of these things? What's the percentage of the free against the total? These are the questions that people need to be asking because if they're not measuring that, you're missing all of the stuff that actually matters. Mm. What about what about in females? Since we're talking about them too, what would be like what's optimal? What's the optimal testosterone level for females? Um, I would have to double check. I don't know off the top of my head, um, and I don't want to give you a number that's incorrect. But um, lower though, I would imagine it's not eight fifty. It's lower. Oh yeah, significantly yeah, lower. Yeah, 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 yeah. significantly. You don't want it around. You know, it's, it's certainly much much lower than that. But again, you know, your estrogen is going to be different. And the balance is the same, right? I'm, have I got more estrogen than I have testosterone? Or have I got more testosterone than I've got estrogen? Am I testosterone dominant? Is that why I'm getting PCOS? Or I'm getting, you know, dark hair on my chin and things like that as a woman. Um, is that why I've got um, uh, more muscle mass on me and I just look <laughs> leaner? Because here's the thing, right? Some women happen to have a, a higher, uh, a marginally higher testosterone and a slightly less estrogen. And they don't have these, these um, androgenic symptoms. They don't have the, the male look, right? The, the hair and stuff. And they don't get the PCOS. It's just genetically, they just happen to have that, that little balance that works for them. And these are the ones that can be naturally very lean and very dry, right? It's very, not very often you see a woman who's lean but doesn't look um, soft or puffy, right? They, they generally don't have very well-defined musculature unless they've taken something or they've really dieted their backside off to try and get to that place. And even then, they don't feel good. They lose their periods. Their body fat's too low. There's a very, very, very small percentage of women that actually have that genetic um, gift that says they can get into that state. But then our problem is, they, they show up on Instagram and everyone thinks they should be like that. And, yeah. and most, oh my gosh. Women, most women can train their butt off, 
diet to within an inch of their life and never get as lean and dry as those people. Well, so so really quickly, I you know mentioned something, and then I want to talk about increasing testosterone naturally through supplementation because you and I can go round and round about that. But yeah, really yeah, quickly, yeah. women are more fooled than men with regards to steroids and steroid use by other women. And because like, look, it's been talked about in <clears throat> male bodybuilding for a really, really long time, right? You see a guy, you're like, okay, he's jacked. He's on something. Yeah. Girls are being fooled every single day. I'm saying, yeah, I follow her and I want to look like her. And I'm not going to say any names, right? And I know these people and I know what they're doing, right? A little bit of Clen. Um, what's the other one um, uh, that... Uh, Anavar. Anavar. Anavar, Anavar right? So yeah. they're taking a little bit of Anavar. They're dry. And women think that that is possible. And I'm looking at them. And of course, I don't you know, throw anybody under the bus. It's not, not what I'm here for. But I know that they're taking these supplements. And I know that the woman that I'm coaching doesn't stand a chance because she's not taking Clenbuterol and Anavar. And yeah. so we just I just wanted to shed some light to that because for the women that are listening to this episode, you are seeing women, and if they are super dry and extremely lean, chances are they're taking supplements that you don't have access to, nor would you want to. Well, yeah, that, the chances are they are taking something. There are some genetically gifted that will be um, naturally like that, but they're very, very, very few and far between. And so you're right in that they have to have the perspective that that's not necessarily an achievable thing. And we go back to, you know, some somewhere in our, in our previous episodes, we spoke about, you know, why are you doing the exercise? And if it is for aesthetics and short-term, you know, outward look, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. It just needs to be for the health and the way you feel and you perform, you know, the energy you have and the, um, the, the, the brain function and the way that you just enjoy life that's very different to focusing on how you look because when you focus on how you look, there's no happiness in your life. I promise you, because you will never be happy enough because you'll never get to that place where you look good enough. You'll always want to lose a bit more this and you will need a bit bigger that or did So, so that is, is just setting yourself up for failure. Just very quickly going back, um, optimal range, women's testosterone, total testosterone, uh, optimal range is 35 to 45. Wow. Huge difference. Huge difference. I was thinking like a hundred to 200, but it's, but it's a huge difference. Let's talk about supplementation really quickly. Uh, there is a lot. I mean, I think like every single day there's a new test booster coming out with some fancy marketing and some fancy name. Do testosterone boosters, natural testosterone boosters work supplementation supplements. Do you know of any, of any of them that are worth no. the money? No. Not why one. Would, what, why would they work? Well, so, because they so, told me it would. Right, but, but here's the thing, right? Right, yep. Naturally, your hormones are very, very finely balanced. And your body goes through a lot of trouble to make sure they're in the correct ranges. There's nothing that's going to take it outside of that range other than exogenous testosterone. So you're not going to take a, a, a test booster that's going to push it higher than it should be. Never going to happen because your body's going to stop that happening. Right. So understand you're never going to get super physiological doses of testosterone in you more than your body will allow. Not unless you take it. Right. So, so, so is that really useless? Is it useless? Well, if you think you're going to take them and you're going to get high levels of testosterone, 
then yes, you're, you're wasting your money. If you have very low levels, then taking them may make a small percentage increase potentially in certain individuals. Mm-hmm. But you want to increase your testosterone, and it's, if it's low and you want to increase your testosterone, the biggest thing you can do for it, write this down because it's really important, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to want to you're going to want to spell it properly when you put it on the show notes, yeah. So S, uh huh, L, uh huh, E, uh huh, E, uh huh, P. Sleep. Shit. That is going to increase your testosterone better than anything because you need to get that right, right yeah. now. Yeah. And if that's HGH too. That's human growth hormone too. We know. I mean, everything. Just, yeah. Everything, yeah. right? And well, so, just probably, yeah. And, and but here's the thing, right? If you've got low testosterone be, because of lifestyle and um, issues within your with your own health, the first thing you need to do is start working on those problems, right? So get your health right, get your sleep right, reduce your stress, reduce the chemical exposure that you've got to things. Make sure that you're eating right. Get your gut health right. All of those things will push your natural testosterone back up. It's when you are getting no sleep because you're massively stressed, you can't sleep, and or you're gaming all night, or you're you're working because you need to hit the number that you need to do, and all this. I'll sleep when I'm dead, kind of attitude. Yeah, that's yep. gonna that's gonna tank everything, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then you're living on stimulants because you're tired all the time, and then you've got some other gut infection or some other thing going on. You, of course your hormones are going to drop. Yeah, you because, describe the majority of the world. Because your hormones are there to procreate, right? They want to make testosterone we're talking about, right? It's about I want to make more little humans so that the species can continue. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that if if I'm so compromised that the quality of my sperm and the quality of what I'm going to produce is going to be so bad. I'm not going to have the ability to do that. I'd rather shut it off, the body. Well, it's going to say, screw that. That's the last thing I need to do. I need to fix all this other stuff first. Now, 5,000 years ago, it wasn't a massive problem because we didn't have all the pollutants and the estrogenic issues and the overweight and the processed food, blah, 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 all the things we know about. But nowadays, it's a massive, massive problem. Get your sleep right. Get your health right. They are the best testosterone boosters you'll ever, ever, ever see. What about the blogs or the podcast? No, blogs more so, where it's like the top 10 foods to eat to increase your testosterone. Bullshit? Anything? Yeah, like, well, uh, I don't remember. What, well, here's what I know. Pumpkin seed. Pumpkin yeah. seeds. Pumpkin seeds got some good minerals in there, right? You need minerals for good hormone production. Right. Great. Right. Okay. Right. Why are you low in minerals? Why are you low in minerals? Yeah. Right. And what else do you need? Again, Mike, it's really important to get people to get to understand this perspective. Sure. I you, you cannot take one thing that's going to help. It's not a case of, oh, what's the one thing I need to take? No. Right. But there's guys that are listening to this that are saying, hey, I want to get jacked in the gym. I want to increase my testosterone. How do I do it? And you're saying sleep, take yeah. care of your diet. I, yeah. I, I am picking up what you're putting down, but I also want to, if there is a way to give people something that they can do to focus on that's outside of, look, you need sleep, you need to eat real whole foods, you need to get your vitamins and minerals, like that that stuff, right? In my mind goes without saying. What is something we can leave these guys with? 
Like, should they go? When should a guy go to the doctor? Right, to no, get no, no. Way before that. Wait, wait, wait. Way before that. Again, right? Well, you've just said get the basics right. Absolutely. Let's assume that the basics are right. So, so get that right first, and yeah. then come back to me, and then tell me if you need a testosterone booster. Right? Because you get the basics right, you're not going to have the problem. Interesting. But I. But but here's the thing: is because of my past, I still will have the problem. That's different. Right, because mm -hmm. if you've in, if you've induced hypogonadism and reduction of um, testosterone production, and that's been caused because of a lot of problems, then you've got two options: you either go back to getting the basics right and and give it time and do everything properly, and it will come back online, or you go, well, I'm going to take something. And if me and you were discussing this before you started your TRT, mm -hmm. I would suggest you probably wouldn't have started and we'd have done other stuff first. But you weren't the same person then. Right. right? And you were coming out of a place where you were very much, I need instant gratification. I need instant state change. I need things to happen now. I Delayed gratification is not on my plate. I need it now. That's why drugs and alcohol work so well. They change your state instantly. Yes. And so... And so that that was that mindset you had back then. And and thank God you've come to a place now where that's not how you see things. And you're educating a lot of people to say, do not hang on to that instant self-gratification thing. We need to do the basics. We need to give it time. And we need to do it properly. Because then you'll tend to find things will change. Now, there's a very, very, very small percentage of, of men who have got um, naturally very, very low production there's an issue with their production of testosterone and normally you'll see that in teenage years and they've got very little hair growth they don't grow a beard they don't develop um in in a way that their peers do they don't get slightly bigger in musculature they just don't develop and they look very um very young right uh, even though they're 18 or 20 they still have no signs of puberty different in that case you need to do some sort of um, medication. But for the people who are looking to do TRT now, I, I really, really try and get this point across that you've got to get your basics right first. You will then see not only will your testosterone go up, but you're going to feel better overall. And all of the problems and complaints that you've got will alleviate themselves. Because if you just take testosterone, and you haven't dealt with any of the underlying things, it means that your estrogen is going to be very high and your sex hormone binding globulin is going to be very high, which means you're going to get none of the benefits and all of the downsides. Very important people understand that. You're not going to benefit from taking the testosterone because your body's still inflamed. That's pushing up sex hormone binding globulin as well as toxicity and mold and all this kind of thing. So you'll take it and it will just get mopped up and you won't get any value from it. It will also then convert, after it's not getting used, convert into estrogen. So you're going to end up feeling the same, high estrogen, and now feeling worse. You'll feel better for a couple of weeks, but that'll be it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, right, now I'm doing the medication, and I've still got the problems. And this is the thing people don't understand. They're going for that quick fix. How do I do it? I'll take a testosterone booster. Get the basics right. You won't have low testosterone. You'll have very, very good levels of SHBG, which means you'll have good availability of it. Your percentage that gets to the cells will get used properly. Everything will work. 
and 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 we're so much of this culture of no no i've got to sell this this thing about feeling tired feeling uh emotional can't sleep low muscle like no libido you need xyz that's the thing that's going to cure you here it is it's a testosterone booster because you're low in testosterone yep okay ain't gonna work that's why they don't work that's why there's no studies that show they work there was one study for deaspartic acid in something like 70 people where like the smallest percentage improvement was shown and that is the one study that's quoted in all the research there's never been any others that have proved improvement because your body's not going to allow you to to do high levels of testosterone it will manage it it will turn off the signaling so it can't do it yeah i learned a lot all right i'm going to recap here because we covered a lot of ground testosterone is not just for men it's also for women Optimal ranges for men are seven to 900. Optimal ranges for women are 35 to 45. Testosterone boosters are bullshit. Throw them away. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Focus on the basics. Sleep is important. It is number one. Testosterone is a messenger. Testosterone is responsible for great energy, great libido, um, it's great for for strength and muscle. Yeah, brain function, all sorts of things. But again, think about it this way, right? Do you know anybody who is healthy, you know, there's a great healthy lifestyle, they eat well, they exercise, they meditate, they look after themselves, they're not stressed, they're happy, they've got great relationships. Any of those got low testosterone? That's a good question. Um, Paul, you're my only friend. <laughs> well, you know, so we're, yeah. we're, we're both fucked then, aren't we? Right? So, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, but the thing is, you're not going to find people like that with low testosterone because everything's working properly and it's doing what you should do. Now, the other thing that you can think about, you know, and this is a different thing, is that, okay, it does decline over time. As we get As older, get older testosterone yeah. does drop Let's naturally. Talk about that. Let's, Let's talk about that, right? right? So it does drop naturally. Is there a is there a case for you know supporting that by using um, exogenous testosterone so that you can just bump your levels up and that it helps you um, still feel you know in inverted commas younger just yeah. you know, it helps with that alive that core, right? <laughs> we feel alive yeah. <laughs> um, there there is an argument for that uh-huh. but it needs to be done properly. And you, and you should still get all your other ducks in a row first because once you start taking it, it does switch off your natural production and you will have to take it forever. And there's a, a, a cost to pay, right? There's a, you know, you've got to make sure that your testosterone levels are right and not too much. You've got to make sure that your other hormones that get affected are going down the right pathways. You know, all of these things have got to be measured. It's not a case of just, oh, I'll just take it once or twice a week and I'll, and I'll forget about it. You know, there's a lot of things that come along with it. But, you know, potentially, if you're willing to invest the cash, because it's, you know, to get a prescription from a doctor is not going to be cheap. You're going to do it for the next however many years that you're alive. And you now have to really increase your blood testing and your monitoring and understand the, the link between that and estrogen and um, prolactin and DHEA and progesterone and all these kind of things. Unless you're going to really get into it and do it properly, um, it may not be a thing that you want to get involved with. 
Got it. All right. Any last words about testosterone as it relates to men or women in this specific episode? We call, we covered a lot of ground. I'm glad that I we think, uh, we, we put some truth out here. Yeah, I think, yeah. We, I think yeah. You know, most people will probably think that's a lot of, lot of nonsense and I'm just going to do what I want to do anyway. Yeah, I'm just going to keep taking but, my test boosters even though they, yeah, there's no studies that they that they work. I'm just going to keep taking them. Yeah, SARS too, right? SARS is another one. Psalms. Yeah, SARS. No, SARS. SARS-CoV-2 is is another word for coronavirus. SARS-CoV, the one was the original coronavirus, but SARMS, S-A-R-M-S, selective. Uh-huh. Sar- um, yeah, yeah, SARMS. 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 Yeah, There's an yeah. R in there, you Brit. There's an R S-A-R-M-S. in there. S-A-R-M-S. Yeah, so what did I say? I said, I said, what did I say? SARS. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The fact SARS, is. SARS. So I just you, missed you, the M. Yeah, you can use arms, um, but you still got the same thing, right? It's it's still it's messing bullshit. Around. That's bullshit too. All my no. all of the gym no, no, buddies no, no. used to tell. Arms are okay, not. Arms are certainly not bullshit. They will create metabolic changes, but you've got to know how to, um, you know, deal with the side effects and deal with the the potential downside to it. You're talking about doing things that are going to change um, molecular function, and that is important to know what you're doing with it. It's not a case of, oh, I'm just going to take these because it says on the packet, pro-hormones, same sort of thing. You know, they are going to get you big, but they're very toxic to liver and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm not against any of Individual choice. Yeah, now it's that, not, yeah, I'm now not we're, criticizing, I'm just saying, that we're all, be aware. Sorry, sorry, we just like tripped over each other. Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, sorry to the listeners. <laughs> I was trying to get a couple words out, but but here's here's what I want to say to that is, based on opening up that can of worms, which we're not closing on this episode, we're going to yeah. give our listeners something to look forward to. But maybe there's a podcast episode coming coming up where we just talk about the top supplements for women and the top supplements for men. Because right, there's so much out there. What's really beneficial? What's really not? Um, yeah. Because it's all just full of marketing and tugging at your heartstrings and all yeah. of that stuff. Do you know what I genuinely what I'd like to do is 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 do a whole episode on your range of products. Okay, maybe we do that because next week. because they they've been um, and again I'm going to make sure everyone understands this. I do not get paid to do this podcast. I do not get paid. You to, didn't get the you didn't get the you didn't get the Venmo. I didn't get, you the, didn't check. get the Venmo before. You didn't get the I didn't get a check this month. <laughs> well, no, wait, wait, Paul, Paul, we do not use checks anymore. Okay. okay. This is 2022. We yeah, no yeah, one yeah. uses a check. <laughs> Venmo, You're PayPal, right. Cash App, Crypto, Coinbase. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the Bitcoin. And then um the uh uh so I don't get paid for it, but I am I, what I will say is that the, the products that you supply um have been well thought out and they've got some value that people should be aware of. Um, and to the point that I had a discussion with you this week um, and saying that I want to get some to give to some patients of mine because I know certain people are going to really benefit from using that. So I think doing a, 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 a podcast just on those products, I think would be really useful for people. So you know that you are like my my guru. You are my wellness guru for all things wellness. If I have a problem or I need to know something, you're the first person I text. You're the only, I mean, like I said, you're my only yeah. friend. So. I'm, yeah, I'm the only one you've got. So. <laughs> you're the only, you're the only one I got. But so, <laughs> so I consider you like you are the gospel of wellness as far as I'm concerned, right? I go and I, I, I do my spiritual stuff and I've got a pastor. You are my, my wellness pastor. You are, you're that person. So when you reached out to me and you said, Hey, 
I want to get some of your mushroom-based products, which are the new formulas. We've got a dopamine yeah. detox and a radiation detox. When you reached out to me for a code specific for you and your patients, that was validation for me that I actually have great products because I know that you would never in a million years buy something or support something or give something to your patients if they weren't high quality and had the validation uh, that they work ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, and that's why I think it's a good idea for us to speak about them because it's interesting from a developmental perspective, right? And then what I mean is people buy a supplement off a shelf. Mm -hmm. They have no understanding of what it takes to develop a product and why someone would develop that product and what hurdles they have to jump and the problems they have when developing this stuff, right? And you've got a lot of experience with detox organics and the proteins and stuff where, you know, the, the iterations of them are over and over again, the versions of, you know, try again and again and again and again and again. And now this is like the 124th version of it, whatever it is. But it's, I think it's very interesting for people to understand what pe what actually goes into that. And I'll tell you why it's interesting, because then you can see why people take shortcuts. And and why you get we'll talk about those yeah right and and why you get substandard things yep. on the market and why some things are so expensive you go oh, well that's crazy I can get that elsewhere cheaper yes yeah. can can you really mm -hmm. okay well let's talk it's about interesting that, that you oh. say that and we're gonna finish here because I had a conversation with my daughter yesterday she wants to put she's making jewelry for Etsy right and she was talking about just making a whole bunch really really fast and getting it up there and yeah. I said to her I said wait wait a second all right I said quality is important I said when you rush things. Right. And you and you buy cheap supplies and cheap raw materials. Right. Those things don't last. And if you want to keep a customer, right, you give them quality, something that lasts, something that they benefit from so that they'll continue to come back and be your customer for a lifetime. That's how you create a big time brand. And then I told her, I said, look, I said, I could sell cheap supplements and make a lot more money. I, it cost me a lot of money to manufacture the supplements that we manufacture a lot. I could mm. market, I could manufacture the same supplements with, with inferior ingredients for probably half the price and yeah. drastically improve the profitability of my company and the margins. But then I'm putting out a crappy product just like everybody else. Then I'm not taking the product, but I'm telling other people to take the product. And that yeah. is, is a, uh, an internal conflict that I am just not, it's just a battle that I'm not willing. Like when I lay my head down on the pillow for every customer that bought Detox Organics today, this year, last year, whatever, I can lay my head down on the pillow and I can say, you know what? I put out a great product. I know my products work and I know my products are improving the lives of others. And for me, that is more important than increasing my profit. Yeah, but that, I mean, and, and that's very admirable and, and that's exactly how it should be. And at the same time, you need to make money. And I'll tell you why. We need to make money because it allows us to continue to supply those products to people. I understand that. Yeah. And, and so there's and, and there's a balance, right? It's got to be a win-win for everybody. And that's what I want. That's what we'll discuss on that on that show. It's about what that development process is. It's it's a real, you know, it's a real eye-opener to a lot of people once they understand what it takes to make a product. Yeah, so maybe we just talk about superfoods. I don't want to talk, I don't want to make a podcast about detox organics, even though we'll talk about it but I want to talk about the formulas and that process 
and you know, like you said, really dig into why we chose the specific ingredients, why we chose organic non-GMO. So that's going to be interesting. So stay tuned for that. Anything else? I know I asked you one more time. We're going to finish here. Anything else with regards to testosterone that you want to share with the men or women that are listening to this podcast no. or watching it on YouTube? No. That's it. Awesome. Well, that concludes episode number 11, all about the tea, but not just for the men, also for the women. I hope there was a lot of value here. If you're on Spotify or iTunes, listening to it, give us a review. Let us know what you think. Obviously, we love five stars, but we want the truth. We want you to be transparent because that's the message that we bring. If you have not seen an episode on YouTube yet, you have to check out a YouTube episode because Paul looks amazing. I can't believe he's 55. I say it all the time. He's reversing backwards. I love him. You got to check him out. Paul, thank you so much for bringing so much wisdom every single day.